0: To the Howie Silbiger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Get in on the conversation. Call 1 877 669 1292.
1: I'm Howie Silbiger. This is the Howie Silbiger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. You could feel free to call in anytime during the show number to call 18776691292 that's 18776691292 i um i heard i i've heard a lot of talk about the the war israel is now having with gaza i've heard i've heard a tremendous amount of talk and a lot of the talk a lot of the um a lot of the 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 rhetoric we're hearing is that israel's response to a genocidal Nazi attack against the Jewish people is non proportionate and, and the the idea of proportionality is 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 quite frightening, if you ask me. But uh, I'm not going to answer that question because <laughs> Douglas Murray, he's an author, he's written a few books. He answered that question much better than I can, and uh, I, I'm going. I'm just going to play his answer. He was on the Rita Panahi show in Australia. And this is what he had to say about proportionality when it comes to war. at the moment, particularly in the West, for Israel to have a proportionate response to the attacks against it by Hamas. Uh, Douglas, is that something that Israel should take into consideration?
0: No, I've always thought that the whole idea of proportionality and conflict is absurd. Um, it's something which I think Western countries and the UN who always gang up on Israel whenever Israel is, is attacked, it, it's something that these people always obsess about only in the case of Israel. Um, we in Western democracies, whenever we've had to wage war in the past, do not say, is this entirely proportionate in a response? Because proportionate is an abstract idea what is proportionate in a conflict? Mm. Proportionate in this conflict would mean that uh, the response to the massacre of more than a thousand Israelis in cold blood by Hamas a couple of weeks ago uh, should be responded to by Israel by sending Israeli forces to rape exactly the same number of women as Hamas raped and to decapitate exactly the Mm. same number of babies. Hamas decapitated and to steal hundreds of Palestinians and hold them in dungeons and torture them as Hamas did. I mean, it's obscene to even think in these terms. And yet that's what proportionality would mean in this conflict. When people say proportionate, that the the Israeli response must be proportionate, there are several things they're doing. One is that they are showing that they are utter ignoramuses because they know nothing about Israel's war since 1948 when its uh, neighbors have repeatedly attempted to annihilate it. And they don't seem to realize that as has very often been said, not least, I think, by Golda Meir, you know, if 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 uh, Hamas laid down its arms, if the Palestinian extremists, jihadists laid down their arms, there'd be peace. Whereas if Israel laid down its arms, there'd be no Jewish state. So when people say proportionate, proportionality about Israel, what they want is they, they want to signal, well, you do sort of have the right maybe to respond to the massacre, abduction, and rape of your citizenry, maybe if you're Israel, but do reply with one hand tied behind your back, won't you? And don't win. That's what they're also saying. Whatever you do, don't win. Don't bring any of these wretched conflicts to a conclusion. Make sure you draw so that you end up stopping roughly at the point just before the conflict began.
1: And we'll uh, after- That was uh, Douglas Murray on the on, on, uh, on a show in Australia. He, he's an author. And, and I couldn't agree with him more. I couldn't have said it better myself. That is, uh, <laughs> his answer was perfect. What is proportionality when you talk about uh, responding to a genocidal Nazi attack? What, what would be proportionate to beheading babies? What would be proportionate to shooting children in the face? What would be proportionate to raping women so roughly and so harshly that their pelvic bones are broken? What would be a proportional reaction to that? From a people who, less than a hundred years ago, suffered through a genocide where very similar things were done to them. What is the proportionate response for a Jew when his brothers and sisters were attacked? What is a proportional response to a Jew when an organization that vows to commit the genocide of the Jewish people, vows to continue the work of the Nazis, attacks, physically attacks and murders innocent men, women, and children? What would be the proportionate response to that? Don't talk to me about proportionate responses. Don't talk to me about fairness, about, about humanitarian concerns. I couldn't care less about humanitarian concerns. Did anyone consider, did anybody care? Did any of these monsters that attacked the Jewish people compare, can even care? About the humanitarian and the dignified way to treat the Jews that they were murdering? Did any of them care about the dignified way to to treat a body as they hacked them up and tried to cut heads off using shovels? Don't talk to me about proportionality. Don't talk to me about fairness. There is none. Israel must do what they have to do to rid the world of this Nazi organization. Regardless of what anyone else thinks, the Jews sat quietly while while, while their brethren were murdered, destroyed, raped, tortured in Europe less than 100 years ago. We are never, ever going to sit silent again. If the term never again means anything, now is the time to understand that the term never again must apply. And never again doesn't mean that we could sit back and we go, we go into our little buildings and we, and we talk to ourselves. Never again does not mean that we meet in a heavily fortified uh, street corner and wave our Israeli flags for 10 minutes, afraid that we're going to be attacked. Never again doesn't mean that we sit back on our laurels and we say nothing after our Jewish brothers and sisters were massacred and butchered and beheaded and burned alive. Never again means that we stand up, we be counted, and we let the world know that this genocidal organization is never again going to have the opportunity to commit an attack like this against Jews. That Jewish blood is not cheap. That Jewish blood costs a lot. And the people who take Jewish blood and the people who spill Jewish blood and the people who waste Jewish blood will pay the price of their actions. This is the only thing that Israel should be thinking about right now. Israel should not be thinking about what America thinks. Israel should not be thinking about what Europe thinks. Israel should not be thinking about what anybody thinks. Israel should be thinking about ridding the world of an Arab Nazi group that is hell-bent on destroying Jews and committing genocide against Jews around the world. Jews, no matter where they live. The other day when we were on, we went through the Hamash Charter, where their charter is clear. It is 100% clear on what they want to do to the Jewish people. In the first, in the first class of the charter, first chapter, number one, they talk about how Jews will be going, will be running away from the jihadists. Now the jihadists will chase the Jews, and the Jews will hide behind rocks, and the rocks will call out, "Hey, jihadist! There's a Jew hiding behind a rock. Come and kill him." There was a, uh, there was a viewing. <laughs> it's uh it's horrific to think about this. There is, a, there was a viewing today. Uh, journalists from across the world went to to a viewing of an hour-long video that the IDF put together to prove that this massacre actually happened in southern Israel. Could you imagine a massacre happened in southern Israel and the IDF had to go and prove it by showing a video How sick are people that they wouldn't believe that a massacre happened? That they wouldn't believe that people were killed, that people were murdered? How how sick are people? We live in a sick, sick world. People wanting to see the videos and and watch the murder of Jews? What is this, an entertainment? Is 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 this a new kind of movie? What what kind of people would want to do this? And why? Why would they want to do this? It's a sickening thought. It really is. It's really a sickening thought that there are people who'd wanted to see dead babies. And people who wanted to see people, you know, see Israelis with their heads cut off. The, The Israeli Defense Force Released audio today and uh, it, it's in Arabic, so I don't know if you'll understand it, but let me, uh, let me, let me tell you some of what he said. It, it's a young man, young man calling home to his mother and father and telling their mother and father, <laughs> mother and father <laughs> <that would> be, <laughs> all right. How he killed Jews, ten Jews with his own hands. Their blood is on my hands, he yelled. And, um, and the mother answered, my son, may God be on your side. I swear, Mom, ten with my own hands, he said. And the mother said, may God bless you. Please promise to come back. And he said, I killed, I killed ten, ten Jews with my own hands. Open up, what's up, he told his mother. Open up WhatsApp and you could see, you could see the 10 Jews that I killed. You could see them. Open up WhatsApp. He begged his mother to open up WhatsApp that she would be so proud of the 10 Jews that he killed. Make no mistake. And, 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 and this is the mistake Westerners make all the time. Make no mistake. This is not a war land. This is not a war for saving Palestine, whatever that means. This is a war to destroy the Jews. The sole purpose Hamas exists is to destroy the Jews. Their entire charter, from class one to the end, the last class in the charter, their entire charter, Only talks about destroying the Jews. Rarely mentions Zionist, rarely mentions Israel. Doesn't talk about liberation, talks about destruction, destroying the Jews. And if you don't believe that that's the goal, and the annihilation of Israel is the ultimate goal, Hamas was clear. In one of the clauses of their charter, they wrote very clearly there is no negotiation. Jihad is the only answer. Jihad to destroy the Jews. You can't be clearer than that. And actions speak louder than words. And the actions that Hamas took on Simchat Torah, murdering 1,300 people, beheading babies, raping women, Kidnapping and taking hostage hundreds of people. Their actions quite clearly illustrate that they are serious. That they're not joking. This is not a joke. This is not an idle threat. They are 100% serious in carrying out their duty to destroy Jews to murder as many Jews as possible. He indoctrinated, yelling and calling to their parents. Hey, guess what, Mom? I killed ten Jews today. Be proud of me. I killed ten. Ten Jews I killed. I'm calling you from one of their phones, he said. From a Jewish woman's phone. She's lying dead on the floor right here. I'm calling you from her phone. Turn on WhatsApp. I'll show you. Proudly. one of the journalists that viewed the idfs uh, video today he wrote that he couldn't he couldn't he he was unable to um to express in words he was unable to find the words to express what he saw he he was he, it was just too much he, there was no way he could express what he saw but he shared his notes on his instagram page he shared his notes it's it's sickening but i will tell you one story that he shared he said that what the video showed a father and two boys run out of their homes the two boys were about 7 or 9 years old 7 to 9 years old so a little kiss run out of their home in their underwear. And they ran into a bomb shelter, but it was a bomb shelter for the door. Because that's what the people of Starot have been trained to do. After almost 20 years of rockets falling on their heads from Gaza, when their life is in danger, they run to the bomb shelter, because that's the safe place. And they ran into the bomb shelter, and they were hiding in the bomb shelter, And a Hamas terrorist walked by the bomb shelter, took a grenade and threw it in. The grenade blew up, killing the father. The two young men, ages seven and nine, or thereabouts, could have been eight and 10. When running out of the bomb shelter, they were injured. They went running out of the bomb shelter and ran back into the house. The terrorist followed them into the house. They were crying. And screaming for their father. And screaming that they didn't want to die. That they were going to die, but didn't want to die. The terrorist nonchalantly walked over to the family fridge. Pulled out a bottle of water. Sat down at their table. Drank his water. While these two little boys were screaming and crying. In front of him. When he finished his water. He got up. Took his gun. Shot the two boys in the head. And continued on his way. To murder more Jews. This is the kind of monster. We're talking about. Another one. Killed an entire family. Who were sitting around the table. And having a meal pushed them off their chairs, had them lying on the floor, around him, and he sat down and ate the meal. These are not humans. This is not human behavior. Humans don't behave like this. This is pure monster. And the people of Gaza, when they heard that this attack happened, Handed out candies in celebration of the murder of these Jews. It's not the first time they've done that. They handed out candies after 9-11. The people of Gaza celebrate the murder of humans, the murder of Jews. No matter where they happens, anywhere in the world. So when you ask me to have a humanitarian thought and compassion for the innocent people of Gaza. You have to understand that people who celebrate the murder of babies and children, people who celebrate the murder of innocent people and hand out candies to celebrate, it is very hard to muster compassion for those kind of people. And while we don't like and nobody likes to see anybody suffer, People of Gaza seem to take joy in watching Jews suffer. And that to me is inexcusable. And that to me is punishable. Now you might disagree with me, and that's fine. If you want to talk to me you can call in, one eight seven seven six six nine one two nine two. But to me, it's totally inexcusable. And I believe, I strongly believe that Israel's defense wiping out Hamas, wiping Hamas off the face of the earth, wiping Islamic Jihad off the face of the earth, taking care of the enemies that are threatening Israel is not only the proportionate, but is the moral an adequate response. until Hamas is wiped out completely off the face of the earth, until Islamic Jihad is completely wiped away, until Fatah and the PLO are completely destroyed, unfortunately, the Arab-Israel conflict will continue. And I say unfortunately because that region could be the nicest area to visit in the world. It could be the greatest place in the world to go on vacation. But the terrorists, the dictators, the zealots, they stand in the way. Iran has to be neutralized. I know it's a big order. I know. It's a small country, and that's a huge order. I get it. But it must be done in order to, to secure the safety of the Jewish people, the long-lasting safety of the Jewish people, to stop these genocidal attacks against Jews, to ensure that no more families have to suffer. I'm Howie Silberger. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you again next time.